Now, what a wonderful encouragement that that passage starts with, to cast all our anxiety on God because he cares for us. Uh, do, you, do you worry about anything? Do you have anything that you worry about? Do you, I used to, I was, I used to uh, uh, worry about the dark. When I was small, I just hated the dark. But do you know, it's a really encouragement, we're told, to cast all our anxiety on him. doesn't matter how old we are. If we're young, we get worried about the dark, we can cast that anxiety, that worry, to God. Or if we're older and we're worried about health issues, or we're worried about family members, no matter who it is, we can cast all our anxiety on him. Why? Because he cares for us. Friends, let's just be clear. God cares for you. He loves us. He wants us to know him, to be in relationship. If there's anyone here who yet does not know the living God, can I say he wants you to know him? And so please, in the new year, do explore the Christian faith. We have this course called Hope Explored. Do please, please uh, make sure that you check it out. God cares for his people. He cares, and so we can cast all our anxiety on him. But the passage also contains a warning which is also very good to hear and to heed at the start of a new year. It tells us to be on our guard because we have an enemy, the devil. And he were told that he's like a roaring lion. And like a lion, he's looking for people to chew up and swallow. We have an enemy. And the devil doesn't want Christians to stand firm as followers of the Lord Jesus in 2023. He wants us to fall away. He wants us to give up trusting Jesus. We have an enemy. Now, I have here a lion. It's a very cuddly lion, isn't he? He's rather nice, isn't he? He doesn't look very dangerous. He's the sort of thing you might actually want to take to bed. Uh, with you. But the devil is not like that. Now, I've got to, here's a picture of a lion coming up on the screen. That is what a lion looks like. You go to London Zoo sometimes, and actually you might think that they're not very dangerous. They, they spend a lot of time asleep, don't they? But listen to this. Now, if you were in the garden and you heard that noise, let's have it once more time behind you, you would be very scared, would you not? A lion has sharp teeth. It has claws. And if it was hungry and chasing you, well, you'd be terrified, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would be. You certainly wouldn't want to take a real lion to bed with you because he is strong and dangerous. Well, we've been told in our passage that our enemy is like a lion, and like a lion, he is dangerous. Now, I'm going to talk to you about, first of all, I want to tell you about this man. Now, uh, this uh, man was one of the greatest generals the United Kingdom ever had. Who knows what a general is? Anybody know what a general General, general is a, he's a senior army officer. Okay? And so he's in charge of a, an army. And in the Second World War, he, this man was, uh, 
uh, uh, this guy. Does anybody know who it is, by the way? Tell me who it is. Phil Marshall Montgomery. Yeah, Monty. Uh, that Monty. Uh, he had great respect for his opponent, who was this guy. Next guy. Next slide, please. That's right. And that guy was called uh, Field Marshal uh, Rommel. He was, a, he was a fine German soldier. And actually, because he was his enemy, what Monty did was he had a picture of him always in his, um, uh, in, in his uh, accommodation. So he'd always know and remember who his enemy was. Because you need to know your enemy. And what we're going to do uh, this, this, this morning is to think about, a bit more, about the enemy that we all have. We've been told in the Bible that we have an enemy. We have a wonderful God who cares for us, but friends, we also have an enemy. And the trouble is about this, you can't have a picture of him, like Monty could have of Rommel. No, because he's invisible, he's a spiritual being. We can't see him, so we can't produce a picture of him, but he is real, and the Bible tells us exactly what he's like. And I've got a number of things which will help us to remember what the devil is like. And the first thing is, first, I, by the way, I've got some of volunteers of all different types. Come up quickly, quick, run, run. Well done, thank you very much. The first thing we learn is that he is the master of disguise, okay? So he stands over there, so we can see that. So this is for the young, drop it down, it's for the children, because the others can see it, okay? He's the master of disguise. Now, now just stay, everyone, what's it, what's I just, um, uh, Go off for a few moments. Do you talk amongst yourself if you want? <laughs> Has anyone seen Will? Has anyone seen Will anywhere? <laughs> he just walked off. Have you, have you seen Will? Where is he? Is it me? Uh, I, yeah, I'm sorry, it wasn't a very good disguise, was it? <laughs> no, no. He's, uh, I mean, but actually, my disguise wasn't very good. Trouble about the devil... Actually, his are very good indeed. You see that the devil is a master of disguise. He's brilliant at it. And whenever he comes to us, he comes presenting as either someone or something that is good but isn't. The Bible tells us that he comes to us masquerading disguise as an angel of light. But actually, he is evil, and his aim is always to lead people from trusting in God and the Lord Jesus. Now, this is how people often think about the devil. I've got some pictures of him. Many people think of him a bit like a, 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 a cartoon, naughty cartoon character. A bit like, you know, on Christmas, if you were here on Christmas Day, we had Gru, didn't we, and the Minions. And often, sometimes, people will think of him a bit like that. Which, of course, he's very happy to do because it stops people from taking him seriously. It's why, actually, also some of our, I think, Halloween celebrations aren't often helpful because, likewise, they, treat, they can treat the kind of the devil and the force of evil a bit like a game, which stops people taking them seriously. Because the Bible tells us is that we're in a spiritual battle as we face 23, but there is a spiritual battle, and we have an enemy. Okay? So he's the master of disguise. Thank you. Um, uh, 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 a second helper, second uh, volunteer. Good, there we are. And the next one that we learn about uh, the devil is that he is also uh, the tempter. Now, 
Who likes chocolates? I like chocolates. Yes, I like lots. You could tell I like chocolates. Uh, are you allowed to eat chocolates before your lunch? No. No, it's easy. Now, you see, I, I think often, so if I put, you the, put these chocolates here down in front of you, I am tempting you, aren't I? Now, my wife, Becca, over there, has put me on a New Year diet. And so if people produce a large box of chocolates... I'm tempted to eat them when I shouldn't. Now, it doesn't really matter, in fact, whether or not I eat chocolate, darling. But it does, <laughs> but it does matter that it really does matter that I believe in and trust and obey God. But the devil is always tempting us not to believe God, not to trust him, and not to obey him. And that's what he did with the uh, Adam and Eve. If you know, right at the very beginning, God told them, told Adam, you're not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the middle of the garden. You can eat all everything else, but not that one. And then the devil comes up and says, ha, hang on. do you know that's what God said? It's not really what he means. Again, baby. And, uh, and, and that's how temptation, he wants us to disobey God, not to trust his word, not, uh, and say he will tempt us to, to lie instead of telling the truth. He will tempt us to be greedy and not to be content with what we have. He will tempt us not to trust God when we always should trust him and take him at his word. Right, right, third, uh, uh, so this is the, the, the last one, he, that he is the prince of this world. Now, look what I've got here. Who can tell me what these are? Yeah. That's the world. That's right. That's the world. And what's that? A crown. And who wears crowns? Kings and princes also wear crowns. And so we'll put it over here. And actually, the devil, Jesus described the devil... It will most probably fall off. I'm not going to be worried if it does. But he described him as the prince of this world. Do you know he also just Jesus? So Jesus described the devil as the prince of this world. He also described him as the father. Do you want, do you want the lion, Pippi? You can have the lion over there. Okay. You can look. You can look. You can look after the lion for me. Thank you very much. That that lion. He also described him as the father of lies. Now, who can tell me what a lie is? What's a lie? Yeah? That's right. When you don't tell the truth. That's exactly right. That is what a lie is. And the devil rules the world uh, by his lies. And the biggest lie he tells us is that we can live well without God. The devil wants people to believe the lie that this actually world is all that there is. And actually, what you should do in this world is just seek to own and just think about this world. But actually, when our passage tells us that God has called us to eternal glory in Christ Jesus. And that is where our thoughts, friends, that is where our aspirations, that's where our focus should be on. What God has called us to. To be, we're in this world, 
But we're not to be of this world. In fact, we'll be focusing on the eternal glory to which he's called us. And then finally, Jamie, this is you. You, you, Need you here. Finally, everyone's been very good. Here he is. He's told us that we, he is the accuser. Now, I've got another prop here. Who can tell me what this is? Do you want to jump it on? It might be a bit clearer when I put it on. There's a lawyer's wig. It's a, a wig which they wear in a, a court of law. So when people have been done a crime accused of doing wrong, they're tried. And somebody like wearing one of these might bring the case against them and explain, accuse them of their crimes. Now, the devil has another name that he's often known by. Do you know what it is? Any of you know what it's called? So we talk about the devil. He's also called... An answer to shut out? Satan, that's right. And the word Satan means accuser, because that's what the devil does. He accuses us of all the wrong things we have done. Now, that is not a difficult thing to do, because we do all do wrong things, things that we shouldn't. We don't love and honor God as we should. But the thing is about the difference. The devil, the Satan... He wants us to think that we are terrible people whom God will not love or forgive. Now, some of the grown-ups here might be thinking, well, doesn't the Holy Spirit also convict us of wrong things that we have done? And the answer to that is, yes, he does. But his purpose is always so that we might uh, face up to what we've done, repent, and turn back to God and to receive his forgiveness. But when the devil accuses us of wrong, he does it so we might keep our distance from God. See the difference? When the Holy Spirit convicts us of wrong, he does it so that we might turn to God. The devil does it so that we might keep our distance from God. So here are four reasons why the devil is very dangerous. He is the master of disguise. He is the tempter. He is the prince of this world and also the father of lies. And he is the devil. He's Satan, the accuser. But if we know the Lord Jesus Christ, although the devil is a very dangerous enemy, we needn't be scared of him. Although he's very dangerous and he's like a roaring lion, we needn't be scared because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He exposes the devil's disguises. So if we close, keep close to Joseph, if we keep close to, if we keep close to uh, Jesus, we can spot the devil when he comes to us pretending to be somebody or something good. Uh, well, the Bible also uh, promises us that God not will allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. You see, the devil isn't in ultimate control. Although he is the prince of this world, uh, he's not the king of this world. Uh, That is the Lord God. In fact, ultimately, he only has the power that God allows him to have. If if you want to think of it, it's a bit like he is a a, a vicious dog (laughs) um, whose master has him exactly where he wants to, you know, who has him exactly where he wants him, on a lead. 
So he is under the control of God. So we do not need to worry. And God has promised to crush the devil one day under our feet. And although the devil wants to accuse us before God, the Lord Jesus Christ died. He came at first Christmas and died on the cross so that we can know forgiveness and so that we can be certain that we are right with God. Not because we're good people, but because Christ died. That is the wonderful good news, which the devil wants us to forget and which Christ wants us to hold on to. So yes, the devil is a dangerous enemy. And we need to know our enemy. He is like a roaring lion. But if we put our trust in Jesus, if we can keep close to him, believing and obeying his word, the devil becomes like a lion with no teeth and actually no sharp claws. He can roar, but he can't harm us. And that is why Peter... Uh, tells us to resist the devil. You wouldn't imagine resisting a roaring lion, would you? But we are able, actually, to resist the devil. And if we trust him by holding on to the Lord Jesus, and actually the most extraordinary thing is that we've been told that if we resist, elsewhere we're told in the Bible, if we resist the devil, he will flee from us. Isn't that encouraging? You've all been very good. Let's pray before uh, we uh, carry on. Gracious God and Father, we thank you so much for this reminder at the start of this year that we can cast all our anxieties on you because you care for us, that you love us. But thank you that you've also warned us that we have this enemy, the devil. Please help us be alert to his schemes. Please help us to keep trusting you and your word. And thank you that because of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can resist him and stand firm in the faith. Amen.